G'day and welcome back all around the world to the Larry Lakers Dribbling Chit Chat Show. Today the Lakers played the Brooklyn Nets in a preseason game, the second preseason game so far. Virtually got a game every second day in the early stages of this preseason. The Lakers took on the Nets and it was really a case of Rui, Reeves and Lewis and our listeners. They put forward the question, have we got a case of a square wooden peg in a round hole given basketballs a cylindrical ring but have we got a case of a wooden peg in the form of Christian Wood but what we've got a case of was a win today the Lakers 129 the Nets 126 Maxwell Lewis he was a standout have a look at this dunk one of the highlights we'll talk about him and a lot more Radio coming up, we've got questions from our listeners like, who was in the duel in Vegas? Well, the pitcher might be a bit of a clue, but a real shootout in the third quarter. And what do both coaches do when players get hot in a preseason game? Get them straight off. We don't want them getting hurt. Did Torian Prince bounce back? We featured him in our first game. The square wooden peg in a round hole question came up. We'll talk about that. Did LeBron play? He didn't play in game one. So what happened this game? Is it still a case of don't go D'Angelo? Everyone thought he was going to be traded, but now don't go D'Angelo. We're begging you to come back. Was he a standout in game two as he was in game one? Maxwell Lewis and the surprise destroyers lineup. There's a bit of a clue as to one of the players in it, but who was in the surprise destroyers lineup that got the game out to virtually a 20 point lead? We'll talk about that. You'll be surprised at the combination. It lacked a couple of our superstars. We'll talk about that coming up on this show. Did Simmons, did Ben Simmons play and did he take a shot? Did Laker fan favourite Lonnie Walker, the fourth, play against the Lakers? And did the Summer League juniors, the young guys, really close this game out when Brooklyn took a lead? We'll have a look at that. The fourth quarter, a lot of teams empty the bench, but how did our bench go? We love the Neville nobodies, as they call them in Australia. We'll have a look at that. We love those guys, the non-Lebrons. We love LeBron, but it's good to know what the non-Lebrons did as well. Radio, if you enjoy this show, please, please hit, give us a like, comment, share. We'd also like people to subscribe. A lot of people watching the show, hundreds, thousands, but please subscribe. We want to, uh, that way you'll pop up and you'll know. We're coming out pretty late over on the uh, West Coast side of the States, all of our friends there, Ted O in Sacramento and D Dodds from Long Live Laguna, Racket Club. Uh, look, those folks, they're getting this game pretty, uh, pretty, pretty late, but early maybe in the morning if you're over on the east coast side thank you for everyone that's listening keep those comments and tips coming we're enjoying them all okay here's some of the standouts this game um, Rui Hoshimura and Ben Simmons Ben Simmons actually did take a couple of shots attacks the ba- attack the basket but the coach I think he was pretty keen Jock Vaughan get him off he's going too well <laughs> don't curse something that's going so well all those pre-season uh, bits of footage where he's hitting some good shots there Ben Simmons at last it looks like he might be back to a little bit of that uh, Philadelphia form where he was attacking the basket basket and generating some play uh, with the speed that he's got and the size. Now, who stood out once again? Don't go D'Angelo. D'Angelo Russell, let's have a look at him. 16 minutes, 5 of 8, shooting 4 of 5, 80%. 80%. I'm not sure anyone can carry that into the season, but 80% from three-point land. 
D'Angelo. He gets in, he looks rusty sometimes in his first shot. You think, what's going on here? But he worked the game. Just a class act. We cannot afford to lose this man. Just the fact he's a left-hander too, I think, really gives us something a bit different. But it's that subtlety, that change of speed where he deceives the defence and just his experience. So I think it, despite a bad series against Denver, um, I think people forget how good this guy is. Uh, at that money, now it's down to like the $18 million a season. I think this is a keeper. I don't know if you want to be trading D'Angelo Russell. I'm not seeing anything better out there in that 14 points in 16 minutes. Anthony Davis as well was very good, as was um, Austin Reeves. Let's have a look at Austin. In his 20 minutes, he didn't play last game, so and he was the star or one of the stars of the USA, but a star according to the fans in the Philippines. They loved the Lakers, but of course, every time um, Austin Reeves got the ball in the World Cup playing for the USA, um, one of the uh, stars of the show there, a fan favourite over there in the Philippines for that World Cup, but uh, sadly the US not quite winning that one uh, and then not quite winning the playoff there uh, for um, the bronze medal, but Austin Reeves played well all through it. So rested last game, back this game, how'd he go? Five or seven field goals, four or six from three. That's beautiful. Look at his free throws. Could the Lakers use that last game? Pretty dusty on the free throw shooting the Lakers. Actually only plus four for the game, but 18 points, 20 minutes, 18 points. Welcome back, Austin Reeves. We need you. Of course, uh, Jared Vanderbilt set out the game there. And over on the other side, um, Cam White set out the game with hamstring soreness, who was also a teammate in the FIBA World Cup on the USA team. A Nets player who is a bit of a star and set out the game there. So to be fair, we should note that uh, they, they weren't at full strength, but uh, we didn't have our man Vando either. Let's also have a look at Anthony Davis, red hot. Keep him going that way. 14 points. Our viewers asked the question, did his three-point shooting, there was a few doubters, Mick the, the Inca, who doubts Palinka? He didn't think AD could continue the shooting. Sure enough, he, he threw a couple up there and they looked a little bit ambitious, but right over in the corner, a beautiful three-pointer. One of three. He didn't continue, but to be fair, he had the 14 minutes. Got him off four or six on the field goals. Another great sign for the Lakers. Four or four from three throws for Anthony Davis. You've got to be happy with that. Seven defensive rebounds there. One assist and plus 17 in just 14 minutes and 13 points. AD looking really good so far. Touch wood. Hope it goes. Hope it continues for the Lakers. Let's have a look at some of the other starters. Okay, Le uh, LeBron, the king, is back. Crown the king. He was back. Some of the things I liked, he was he had that little fall away going, and I think one of his first baskets was sort of a Dirk Nowitzki-like fade away. Uh, looked a bit dusty in, in some spots. A lot of passes from the position you're seeing here in this picture, uh, more than I've probably ever seen before, where you pass off, do the no-look, pass off the dribble. Today was a lot more from that shot and just that little uh, dump off 
as he's in that shot motions. I haven't seen him do so many consecutively in the past, whereas he's got that powerful shot where you're lucky if you uh, don't get hit by the pass and it knocks you over. LeBron uh, looking good in terms of ball movement and uh, getting a run a little bit dusty early on. Nice sign that he's three or four from the three throws. Three of eight, he fell in love a little bit with the three-pointer after hitting a nice one, but still plus two, still a master of the game. Ten points and getting into that 21st year, we'll take that as a warm-up. Thank you, LeBron. Good to have you back. Great stuff. Now, Torian Prince was the next starter. So Torian Prince, who was dusty last time, but we said... We've got faith of all the players who are a little bit worried about Cam Reddish, uh, but we're not worried about Torian Prince. We wanted uh, Jalen hood Shafino to maybe get a, a jump shot or a little bit of a float game, but we said we are not worried about Torian Prince. Dusty last game, he's got fouled off, I think, in just 12 minutes, but... 20 minutes today, five or seven field goals, three of five three-pointers. Welcome back, Torian. And really sort of uh, worked his way into the game. It didn't look like he was forcing the ball. And last game, it didn't look like he was going to force the ball either. He looked like a smart player. He was waiting for his time. And perhaps today is a sign of that. Uh, plus four, 13 points in the 20 minutes. It looked like a handy acquisition. And uh, he did still get up to the five personal fouls. Players seem to, if they seem slightly offset, drive right into him, but at least he's willing to be there. Some good signs for Torian Prince. I'm sure the defence will will come. Christian Wood, now the question came about the square peg in the square wooden peg in the round hole from some of our viewers. We'll look at that in a minute. Rui Hachimore, Rui, Rui, Rui. He's the other one we said. Rui, almost the three R's. Rui Reeves and arithmetic. Look, Rui Hachimura, 8 of 14 in the field goal department. 2 of 5 on the threes. But a couple of times when the uh, it was very late in the offense, got the ball, shot clock's running out, bumped into players, had nowhere to go, but it's just a lean in, pop back, and still had that jumper. Really, when he came from... Uh, the Wizards, the Washington Wizards, one of the best things he had was a mid-range jumper. And that was handy because we needed that at the Lakers. Then you started to hit three-pointers in the playoffs at sort of a rate that you would think, wow, if you can carry that through to the season, I doubt he can keep hitting 50%. But if you can bring some of that, and he did, most of the ones he took look good, even though it was two from five, you'll still take that, 40%. But give or take one either way, it could have gone either way for him, an eight of 14, Overall, very good. He was unlucky to be minus 11, but he did, don't forget, he's coming off here in the bench, so he spent a fair bit of his time with bench players, which might have contributed to that minus 11. The Surprise Destroyers lineup. Let's have a break from looking at the... Uh, box scores and talk about the surprise destroyers. There was a point there, uh, third quarter, where the uh, surprise destroyers, the people that took this game out, 66 to 47, were a combination of an unheard of combination for us. It wasn't one anyone was talking about saying in the season, oh, I look forward to seeing a lineup with 
these guys in it. Every time you heard the, the geniuses of the world, the great critics on the podcasts or the great TV shows, they weren't, none of them came up with this lineup. But here it is. It stretched the lead out there to something like 66, 44. It was around the 20-point mark. The biggest lead of the game, look, 66, 47, there it is. We've got it up there. Thank you to our producers for uh, putting that in for us. Look, uh, Rui, Jackson Hayes, uh, Torian Prince, D'Angelo Russell, and Max Christie. They were the team that absolutely took this out. No one was saying this is the lineup they want to see. No LeBron on, no AD, and they powered away from the opposition who they didn't have, like, it wasn't like they had all summer league players on. It was a pretty important part of the game, and these guys really pushed that lead out and looked good doing so. At that stage, it was Tory and Prince who, who took a fair bit of uh, work there, took the ball to, to the rack a few times, had a little bit of a float game, had a couple of long shots. Rui hit one then, and Tory and Prince again. It was like he was in three back-to-back plays there. Jackson Hayes. Now, he still looks a little like a newborn deer. He's running around, but... A positive one of our viewers asked last time, is a combination of Jackson Hayes and Colin Castleman better than Christian Wood? Well, someone else asked, is Christian Wood worth the money? <laughs> a little bit of an ironic question or satirical question when Christian Wood is on the uh, veterans minimum, but really hasn't quite found his feet yet, perhaps. Let's have a look at this Jackson Hayes, though. Last game, he, he was pretty good, and this game, he's backed it up with 21 minutes of four of four field goal shooting. Now, that you're going to get pretty close to a good percentage when you're so athletic and so close to the basket, but he still had to be good enough to get him. He's got us two offensive rebounds there and five defensive ones for seven total, so we'll take that, 21 minutes, seven. Um, have a look here at the points. He's got acquired eight points. A few of them were loud, though. They were dunks, but he's a real plus minus of plus 12. So that's probably one of the best there that is uh, not Anthony Davis or our man D'Angelo Russell. So he ended up just being at the right place in the right time. A couple of little screener rolls, um, short. A couple of times it's interesting that he actually doesn't come up in the stats here, but he can get the ball off the board or get the ball at the backcourt and just clear it a little bit. I don't know if you'd want him to bring the ball all the way up, but say like... Um, Draymond Green and initiate play or something, but just to clear the ball, get the ball going fast out of that um, uh, backcourt, off the board, and or if there's no one to pass it to, like people are sneaking in trying to get the steal, he can clear the ball up towards halfway, a little bit over halfway. He's athletic and he's fast. A couple of times uh, he caught him on the base, a couple of nice passes, beautiful dunks, and one just before a break. LeBron, again, as we said, great to have him back. He was looking a bit rusty. Curved, swerved. It was just a, just before the break, and he's flicked it up with his left hand. It was a bit of a prayer, to be honest. And um, I had to hope he wouldn't claim it as a pass. But who was there? Jackson Hayes caught it. 
dunked it all in the one motion, got it off just before the red line around the um, backboard went off for the uh, break. So Jackson Hayes, an excitement machine, perhaps not perhaps the sort of lean uh, dunking, but some reminders of JaVale McGee, hopefully a little heavier than JaVale. Uh, we've got to get him. He, he seems to take off a little bit quickly, slow down, read the game and uh, get his body in defence, if we could use some of that sturdy frame, because really we kept asking if we could use that last place for a banger like a Markeith Morris or one of the players who played today, um, Trendon Watford, we wanted a banger, but he needs to be both our banger and our athlete. He needs to be the combination of Dwight and JaVale McGee from that uh, season where the Lakers won there in, in the 2019-2020 in the bubble. So Jackson Hayes, um, interesting so far. Please keep it up. Uh, a good game today. Now, what about some guys that uh, our viewers have asked about? Was Game Vince, Gabe Vincent this game's Tory and Prince? So last game, Tory and Prince had a quiet game, but we said we're not worried because he's a veteran, got the V for veteran. He will uh, work it out. Now, yeah, the answer is yes. Today, uh, Gabe Vincent uh, wasn't in, in great form. There were some signs of absolute class. Though. There was one where Jackson Hayes that we just mentioned, uh, a little screen, the defence went under the screen, he read it really quickly and took a nice quick three-pointer and it was a beauty and it was fairly deep. We mentioned this last episode that, uh, go back and watch it if you missed it, that while we're missing the work of Dennis Schroeder, uh, that who's got that sort of sleek change of pace, uh, a little bit like D'Angelo Russell, but without that quick release, um, this guy's got a quicker release and maybe a bit more depth to him and uh, hopefully he's at that uh, point of attack defender that we need for uh, this season as well. So Gabe Vincent, not as worried about it. Didn't have a great night tonight at two of eight, two for seven at three. That, um, you know, that's not the greatest there for him in the stats. Minus three on the real plus minus and just for a point guard, the two assists. But he was working for it. I think he's, we need to be fair to him too and get him in those combinations. He's coming off the bench and uh, rotating through different bench combinations at the moment. So to be fair to him, we need to give him a bit longer and let him uh, settle in. Torian Prince, as we said, last game was a bit dusty. Maybe Gabe, it was Gabe Vincent's sort of Torian Prince game of last game. And he will come. Good for us, Gabe. Now, our viewers also asked, have we got a case of a square wood and peg because Christian Wood, he looked to turn it on both last game, the third quarter, must be when someone slaps him in the face and says, Christian Wood, it's time to wake up. And he starts to force the ball, try and push the game along. He got a couple in a row uh, last game. And this game, he got a couple of calls in a row. One where he uh, really was a hook. He had his elbow and he hooked it into one of the uh, rookies there called Cloney, I believe, from the Nets and then got a dunk. It was a pretty mean hook. And the commentator said, look, I think you'd call that an offensive foul on other days. Another one, it looked like he got away with an offensive foul right into the the chest, uh, his shoulder into the chest of the rookie defender again. I think it was Clooney again, not George Clooney, this guy Clooney. And, um, but he got the, uh, 
free throws from that one. So he had a little run of points, but it looked like he was forcing it. He looked like he's still a little bit lost out there, not sure how, how to fit, not sure people aren't looking for the ball to come to him, perhaps as much as they were in his best year, Detroit, where he's probably one of their best players on the ground and where he's one of the best players there for the Houston Rockets. So I think he's, he's trying to work out how he fits in here, Christian Wood. He's supposed to be a man who can hit a three, but sadly, let's have a look, none from three. So, and forcing the ball a little bit, 4 of 10 overall. So we need a little bit there uh, from Christian Wood, but we need he needs to get on in these games and, uh, and see how he goes and uh, play his way in, just like uh, I'm sure Gabe Vincent will do. Torian Prince, as we said last time, we're not worried about it. We're a little bit more worried about some of the other players. Let's have a look at this now. Uh, of the bench players, uh, looked athletic, uh, looked uh, sleek, did get some breakaway dunks, has got a three-point shot in his repertoire as well. Maxwell Lewis, drafted later than Jalen hood Shafino, but this guy could be, still looks a little slim, but he's uh, athletic. Uh, a good height around that six foot seven, long uh, wingspan, but uh, Maxwell Lewis, he looked like a sort of a, a thicker version of N- uh, Nerland's Noel in sort of a six seven body. I guess because of the hair at the time and the shoulders, lean, athletic. But this guy uh, looks like he put the ball on the floor a little bit. But nice, uh, he can do that particularly if he's driving the baseline. And um, today, uh, got a couple of breakaways for dunks. Sure, we'll say that was a great opportunity. You shouldn't be, uh, one spectacular dunk where he's brought it round two-hand windmill in the open court there and a runaway dunk. Four or five on the field goals. You wouldn't expect that every time. A couple of defensive rebounds. Came off, it was minus two, but again, he's playing with the bench players. One to watch, one to keep developing, uh, particularly if he can be a good defender at that height. We've needed, we've been crying out for three and D wings and we kept coming up with like six foot four, six foot five, six, six guys where we're trying to get them in there like Brown last year. Played well for us, got a uh, slight pay rise there, um, but we um, really were playing players a little small on the wing. Now we've gone out and got a few of these bigger wings. I'm not sure if we've got any actual, as we've said before, physical bangers on that wing like Markeith Morris. Maybe they're hoping someone like Vando fills that spot, Jared Vanderbilt, but that physicality, they can also hit a three. Vando's three, look, it's gone in, but it's a little bit of the uh, Ben Simmons three-pointer, take the hand off and push with the one. Um, his free throw indicates it, it's a bit shaky, which might indicate that his three-pointer has a lot of work to go on. Usually the free throw is some sort of indicator of the form and technique for the uh, three-pointer. Now, uh, one of our listeners has asked, well, who stood out from your Summer League favourites? As we, one of our early podcasts, go back and look at the YouTube as well. We featured a really big breakdown extensively on all of these guys, so please go back and have a look at that. But our Summer Leaguers actually saw out this game. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets snuck back into this game and took a lead. You won't believe that. From almost the 20-point lead from the Destroyers line up, the surprise Destroyers, then um, the 
summer league guys, which was nice. Both teams did it. I'm not sure uh, the other team did it quite as much. They had a couple of players with a fair bit of uh, NBA experience on there in Trendon Watford and um, uh, one other player. But I've got to tell you, the uh, boys from summer league that was with Max Christie, but he was in the summer league team, uh, they took this out and uh, it got a bit shaky. <laughs> they had a one-point lead with a, a couple of minutes to go and looked like Lonnie Walker. Now, we'll talk about Lonnie in a minute, but Lonnie Walker was going to town to feast as a former Laker on our Summer League boys. So there's an indication of the players that um, the uh, Brooklyn Nets had on. They had some players on with a fair bit of NBA experience and a couple of uh, two-way contract guys. But our Summer League two-way contract guys, they held in there. Guys like Colin Castleton didn't score a stack of points or, or uh, that sort of uh, get that mid-range shot that we hope he gets going. But his long reach, he got the tap balls, kept balls alive. He looks a smart player. He looks more comfortable in the offense in terms of sharing the ball around and moving the ball than Christian Wood does. He'll get the ball. He just looks a smart player. He doesn't look like, a bit like people say Austin Reeves does, he doesn't make a lot of shocking mistakes. He looks like a smart basketballer. He doesn't look like he's forcing the basketball at any stage. So Colin Castleton, there's some hope for him. He's not a heavy uh, dude in terms of a body you'd go and put on uh, Joel Embiid or uh, Nikola Jokic in any hurry, but he looks smart. He, he keeps the ball alive, taps it up. Look at that. Three offensive rebounds. Uh, the defence rest. Two offensive rebounds. Eight minutes. Five boards. He was on minus five. But as we said, they had some uh, experienced players on with a couple of two-way players. They put a run on against these guys. But... Check the heart. They stood up. Check the brains. They stood up. Jalen hood Shafino, not a great night. Again, we need this guy to find a shot, but he's got some physical tools. This guy looks strong. He looks confident with the ball on the floor. As they get up and bump and attack him, while he's got, he can keep the, he keeps his dribble. He doesn't panic and pick it up. He can get the defender on his hip. He can get them halfway around his back. He's willing to create, swerve around, get in under guys, try and dish off. But if he just had that little floater at the finish, and where last game when he did that, he's able to work in, he virtually forced the ball and forced a charge. Whereas um, someone like Max Christie, who didn't get the mid-range shots today, had a couple of uh, threes that looked like they were dead sit in. I think LeBron got up to celebrate these threes, but Max Christie... Uh, a couple of shots that hit the front, they looked a bit short and dusty, but a couple of misses, maybe up to two or three of those three-point attempts, were really uh, good shots. They looked like they were going in. And uh, To be fair, Max, um, look, he could have had um, three out of six or something in that three-point line instead of one out of six. But have a look at them. One out of six did not get that mid-ranger that we said was good. Just outside mid-range, where he's got a little bit of hang time. It's a soft shot. The sort of shot we'd like to see um, Jalen Hushafino develop uh, the way that... Um, 
D'Angelo Russell came in yesterday in the previous game and he showed mid-range. Today it was his three on fire, but this sort of sleek mid-range, um, but it's a sleeker version than that sort of sturdy, rocky Chris Paul. But the way he gets into the elbow of the key pops back a bit or hangs in the air and just shoots the point at, shot at the right time. This guy, uh, Max Christie, had it last game but did not attempt any of those mid-ranges. I'd like to see him keep that in his sort of in his toolkit because there's going to be games where the three-pointer doesn't quite drop. And today, some were in or out, in and out. Uh, so to be fair, he could have had 50%. None of them were, uh, at least half of them were, were, were the sort of shots as a coach you say, wow, take that shot, great choice. Didn't go in. That's all right. Don't worry about that. Now, people said, what about the, your hero? That was our hero. That was our pick from Summer League. Player of the Summer League for us. The surprise packet was... Demoy Hodge. Now, Demoy, last game he came on, it didn't look like he'd miss a three. This game, he missed all of them. Zero for four. But am I worried about it? No, because we said this guy could be the poor man's Contavious Caldwell Pope. And he did that. He stripped the ball just when it looked like they were going to take the lead, the Nets. The guy's gone up to maybe a bigger player. As he's taken the ball in front of him, he stripped it straight off him with two hands, pumped it forward to our man, Maxwell Lewis, who you saw on the Super Dunks. Um, and then he's done it again. <laughs> In crunch time, another steal. So I am still intrigued by this Demoy Hodge. There is a case that he's an older player. Uh, he's been to a couple of universities, but in, had a full college stint, which is rare. A lot of one and done guys these days. But it means he's a bit older. He might be pushing towards um, 23, 24 as a um, player, as a first year player. So maybe. People say, I'm not sure if there's that much to develop. I still think there might be. I'm intrigued. The Lakers have got a great track record of finding players that were unsigned in the draft and turning them into something. So these guys intrigue me. Um, Colin Castleton and uh, Demoy Hodge and these late finds in the draft like Maxwell Lewis, um, which who they were very happy they traded slightly up to get to. Now, to be fair to the Brooklyn Nets, people have said, look, uh, Mo from Memphis says, look, you've talked enough about the Lakers. What about former Laker? And what about the guy you said we should have signed, uh, trend on Watford, where Polinka was asleep at the wheel, perhaps, with that uh, 15th spot that we still haven't used while we we're waiting to find a centre. We called out, go and get a Markeith Morris or get this guy, Trendon Watford. He's worth a go. Started quite a few games, unsigned in the draft, Played 66 games last year for the uh, Portland Trailblazers. You might say they were sort of tanking, and um, but he ended up getting a few games because of that. But he was uh, good tonight. Uh, let's have a look at him um, down here. Let's find our man Trendon Wanford. Uh, just two or six in the shooting, six or seven from the three throws. Usually the guys we've got that are banging around aren't that good on the three throw, but he played well. He'd be a strong uh, power forward sort of case for us and give us a, a difference perhaps to Vando and can usually hit a 
three pointer, though he was zero of one tonight. So that was a little uh, on our trend at Watford watch. A guy I thought was really classy for them, and they got him off pretty quickly, was Royce O'Neill. He got a few steals, and have a look at that off the bench. He's plus five for them. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. looked good in defence. He was plus eight for them, and he's been a bit of a journeyman there after the Mavs had him for a while. I think New York's had him for a while, a few teams, but he sort of resurrected his career a bit uh, last year. Lonnie Walker, now one of the top scorers there with 14 points, second highest scorer, but before we get excited, oh, we should have kept Lonnie. We should. He looked good. He looked athletic. A lot of those were against our summer league guys, and a lot of them were forcing the ball a little bit and pushing to the basket, but very classy he looked. And he did have a few shots at um, 5 of 12, so the percentage wasn't quite there for him. 1 of 5 from three-point land before you get too excited. Uh, but Lonnie Walker, yeah, if you're going to say, hey, there he is, former Laker, second highest score. Look, was good, was classy looking athlete, but have a look at those numbers. Um, yeah, I don't know if we're going to say, look, we miss him, we miss that athleticism, that personality, that sort of microwave that heated up in that one game. We owe him, we owe him a lot of thanks for the game he won us against the Warriors. And Stephen Curry even said, wow, you, you stole that one from us, reheated up. He could do that again. He could do it against the Lakers. But uh, so far, perhaps the stats uh, hide a little bit of, or the points hide a little bit of where those points came. For Lonnie Walker, Harry Giles is a guy we said a couple of years ago. Why don't they try and get him? He was on a veteran's minimum there. He's popped up. He was drafted by Sacramento, had a lot of injuries. Classy, not quite big enough to be a centre, but a, again, a really smart player. Um, he, he looked good, and look at that off the bench. Plus two, Harry Giles, classy act there. Uh, Dinwiddie, uh, classy again. How about four or five from three-point land? Uh, took one leaning away as the defence closed him out on the three-point line in the corner, falling back a bit, and he still hit it. Dinwiddie was on fire from the three. Not on fire in his time, though. Minus 10 uh, there as one of the starters. Ben Simmons, uh, good to see him back. Uh, four out of six, attacked the basket. Wasn't afraid uh, to be fouled and go to the foul line. As we said, a little bit of a Vando shot on his... Um, Free throw, takes the other hand off and it's sort of single, but it's straight and uh, look, they say a straight shot, the start of a good shot and it's got a nice follow through, uh, wouldn't mind seeing the other hand on it a bit longer and a little bit of dip perhaps and go up, it looks like he's stiff, but don't forget he's had that back Injury. Ben Simmons, good to see him back, pushing the ball and attacking the basket. I hope it continues for him. But today, to see the Lakers have a win. What's next for the Lakers, if you're wondering what's coming up? They play the arch rivals, the Sacramento. The uh, Sacramento Kings will be, let's see there, this game was today, Tuesday. So as we said, a game just about every second game here, every second day, hence the a little rest there for guys like LeBron, um, and then a little bit of a break. Uh, no, Saturday, then Monday. The break is that last game, Monday through to Friday. Uh, so Monday, October the 16th. So the next game is Sacramento. Then we've got another one, a return, Golden State. I believe that'll be back in LA and uh, a game against Milwaukee. And then a little bit of a four-day break for a game against Phoenix. And look, aren't they the talk of the town? Everyone is saying, Palinka, Palinka, what a genius signing all these guys. Oh, 
I'm not sure if uh, Phoenix haven't signed a more intriguing lineup of uh, bargain players to go with their stars and then that late flurry of trades. I look forward to seeing that. Please like, subscribe, comment. Love getting the comments. Thanks for those we've got. Share. We're looking forward to it. We've also got a podcast. Go and listen to the podcast. You can get the show on here. You can get the show on the podcast. You've been listening to the Larry Lakers Dribbling Shed Chat, a show for the people, by the people. You provide the questions. We'll provide the chit-chat. Until next time, have a safe day. We'll see you after the next game. The Sacramento Kings. Go Lakers. Go Lakers.